Welcome back, everyone. This is Brooks Campbell, uh, the voice of Ikmer. And I just want to say to everyone, please, please uh, tell a friend about us. We love to uh, grow the crowd. I am running the Hideous Laughter subreddit, our Hideous Laughter. Uh, please feel free to join us on there. Ask us any questions you might like. Who knows? We might do an AMA soon enough but anyways enjoy episode 30 a crit in the water do you like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Episode Dirty 30. Dirty 30. How do we celebrate this Dirty 30? I I think there's only one way to do it. Crack them if you got them. By the way, Team Slurp episode. Team Slurp episode in three, two, one. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, that's really gross. Oh, it sucks. Oh, it's no. It's not bad. Oh, it's great. Uh, it's actually pretty good. That. that tastes like, yeah. Uh, so. All right, so you, you, guys, you guys out there might be a little confused. Uh, two days ago on our Discord, our user, Mr. Hootington, threw up a challenge. He said, hey... Natural Light came out with a new flavor this Natter Day. It's beer and pink lemonade. Strawberry and lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Yes, that's correct. And of course, I mean, there's no way we're going to let a challenge like that go past us. Yeah, so, so everyone but Haley is drinking that. Haley, what are you drinking? Uh, rum and root beer. Rum and root beer. Uh, that's, that's a good choice. Yeah, that's a solid choice. Guys, 30 episodes, man. I mean, for the dirty 30, 30 rack. It was a 30 rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, that's the only way they sell these uh, Natter Days. But Actually, it's great. I enjoy it. It's dude, a little bit like a shandy, but not quite so fruity. Dude, you are out of your mind. Natter Days. For those who like strawberry lemonade and drinking beer, that's their slogan. Uh, so the description that we got from Krusty Crust from our uh, Discord was... It is as though a strawberry popsicle has been chewed up, regurgitated back into a can of very shitty beer, and then uh, lemonade was added. Yeah, it's about that spot right. on. Yeah, that's accurate. That's pretty close. But it tastes good. I mean, to, yeah. yeah, to the gasoline queen. <laughs> no, I'm, out of your mind. Her I husband. am. Yeah, and her husband. <laughs> no, I am. I am Team Natter Days. Team Natter sure. Days. Oh, that's terrible. Well, why don't we? crack into an episode just like we cracked into these natter days oh i guess uh one other thing before we officially start we uh we flew in our sommelier uh emily and i uh, to pick out a nice uh, kroger wine a merlot from a nice vintage 2016 uh so we'll be switching in and out of uh Wine and Natter Days? Wine and Natter Days. I figured the people that like Natter Days the most would be the ones that would continue drinking it so we could get through the 30 rack. But no. I got three gotta, cans gotta in switch front it up. of me. I'm being ambitious. Ugh. I really was banking on this. <laughs> yeah, you really, 
You really had high hopes for uh, Natty. <laughs> so, you guys, you just defeated two of the five spirits in Harrowstone, finished them off like it was nothing, even though Matumbe almost died. You're sitting in this cell block on the second floor of the prison. I imagine you guys need to heal before you venture forth. I think Matumbe was likely in the direst of straits, but most of you had lost some health. Ikmer, I know you lost some constitution. You had some constitution damage. Oh, yeah. So I imagine you guys are using that Wand of Lesser Restoration on Ikmer, and then you guys are all using that brand new Wand of Cure Light Wounds on each other. Matumbe, you don't have the wand. I imagine you kind of sit on the floor of the prison and think about the experience that you just had. It hasn't been any time, so you haven't told the rest of the party what exactly you were facing during that fight. That's true. And as Matumbe sits and gets healed up, we fade to a scene. The jungle's cacophony of life like a constant rolled like a constant wave, overcoming but never overtaking Matumbe. Towering at just over seven feet, the jungle hunter stood at the tropical forest outskirts, letting his thoughts drift with the outpouring of life from the trees and the vines. So enraptured was Matumbe with his thoughts that he scarcely noticed a familiar figure approach from behind. Matumbe, the figure began. It has been three weeks since we lost Kiza. You haven't bathed. Your head is unshaven. And I have yet to see you sleep for more than an hour at a time. Your family needs you. Your people need you. Do not make the same mistake I made when I was a young man. Go to them. Matumbe slowly turns towards the man addressing him. Before him stands a wizened old man, his tribe shaman and spiritual leader. Ibwe, the tribe is my home. My wife is my heart, and my sons are my strength. But Kiza, my only daughter, was my soul. What is a man to do without his soul? Do not presume to know more about loss than me, boy, replies Ibwe, his tone rising in volume and intensity. You forget to whom you speak. Have I not seen more sons than the rest of our village's men combined? Do you not think that while those suns and moons traveled through the sky, I watched as generations began and ended before my eyes? Do you not remember the stories of loss of my beloved wife and children? By now, I have spent more suns and moons without them than with them, and every day I am reminded of mine own heart and soul lost to that Sharaka raid. I became a shell of a man. I turned in on myself and wasted the best years of my life chasing my loss instead of my future. And again, I beg of you, do not make my same mistakes." Matumbe's chest slowly falls with a chastisement from his mentor. You are wise, my friend. But what place is there for me now 
a man with no soul in our tribe. My wife has been leading our people for many seasons now with no need for my guidance, and my sons provide well enough for their own families. I have always valued your counsel more than you know, old man. What road do I walk now? The holy man reaches into his robes, and he pulls out an iron-bound tome, the same one Matumbe was gifted by the cleric that slew the creature responsible for his daughter Kiza's death. I found this book among your things, Matumbe, explains Ibwe. The Norse ways and faiths confuse me, for they spend much more time and effort focusing on the divine beings on other planes than on the divine forces around them and within them. But even then, I can tell this book holds powers of life and death. It is unconventional for our people to explore the face of the North, but I feel perhaps your path will travel itself to reveal itself to you on the pages within. Go back to your home now. Perhaps this phrasma can guide you where I cannot. And we fade back. Steve? Yes, sir? Harrow card. Aww. Love you too, Griff. In part for the awesome backstory moment, but also in part for making me try to attempt Matumbe's accent. <laughs> it was good. Matumbe's accent, but as an old man. But as an old man. Perfect. Do Matumbe, but if he was old. All right. I saw you shuffle him. I'll take the one straight off the top. The Survivor. Um, it looks like a good card. Check that for me. Because it's at the top. The Survivor is a good card. All right. You know, never seen the show. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, there's a. It's weird. the The picture is the the symbol of the Dharma Initiative. Strange. <laughs> That's lost. Oh my! <laughs> God damn it, Steve. <laughs> Which is a fantastic well, show. I, well, I've never seen Survivor either. So, the reality TV show. I digress. You guys, you've healed up. What are you doing? Lyra would be creating some water to wash the blood off of her whole entire head as she's been bleeding throughout this whole combat. <laughs> yeah, from her eyes and ears, too. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Uh, and she's also just going to be smiling to herself as we're all healing, just knowing that she bested the piper um, at his own game. She did lose control from time to time, but she quickly regained it, and she's really proud of the fact that she was able to come through on top and not be completely overwhelmed by the power of the flute and sure. the power of the piper. Yeah. What are the rest of your characters feeling? Well, and to add on to that, like music is Lyra's thing. And so she's she's got to be feeling pretty good about the whole like using music for a positive. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was also a sacrifice on her part because it was hurting her. But uh, now without the Piper, hopefully the Sturges are gone so she can sing with more confidence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ikmer is feeling actually pretty good at the moment. He did, like, he felt in his moment in the battle taking hits when he should have 
killing things when he should have. And at the same time, he did know that uh, Eclipse and Lyra were on the other side at his back and were able to hold off the few skeletons that were attacking from the other side. And so that's internally to him a huge moment that I think he is uh, he's really starting to feel connected and to the group. Yeah, exactly. To the group and a connection to themselves as a team. Gotcha. Eclipse, what were you feeling? So, I mean, as a player, which I know is not what you asked, but as a player, I felt really confused because I was wondering, I guess, when something would arrive for me to hit it, which I think is probably part of what Eclipse was looking for, too. Uh, My spells, I needed to see something, and I could not. So what am I going to do besides hit skeletons? So... I think I'm, I mean, I'm like ready to go on and face something I can actually hit. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know that sounds silly. It's just, I like literally, I couldn't see what was doing the damage or like potentially even hurting Lyra or what she was facing. I had no idea what Matumbe was facing. Still don't. (laughs) And so I like, it's different. The lopper, everyone could see and everyone could hit this you could it was an invisible like force yeah so as a player speaking of the lopper in your head what's that like right now (laughs) uh i think we'll find out probably more as we go on but i also talked about it in uh probably the most yeah the most recent zone of truth as well oh yeah steve what is matumbe thinking and is he sharing his experience. I guess we kind of know what he was just thinking about. Yeah, and he, he's thinking the the reason he thought of the circumstances surrounding the death of his daughter is because his daughter died, and basically he felt like he lost everything, and it kind of made him the person he is today. Um, but Matumbe himself almost died, and even though he overcame this big this big force, this big terrible man that Matumbe was very outspoken that he wanted to be the one to take down Father Charlatan, that Father Charlatan was the one that troubled him the most. Um, it, it again, almost cost him everything. Instead of his his soul, which he thought he lost before, he almost lost his life. Um, so he, it's a little bit of a, a, what's the word? Is it a fear victory where you win, but you feel like it almost costs you like yeah. everything? Yeah. And so it wasn't one, but he f- it it feels close to that. Gotcha. So Matumbe stands up and approaches the rest of the party. It, I, 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 he's stepping over, sp- you know, some dead skeletons and dead sturges. It appears you dealt with dealt with some more denizens of this prison, and I think the the piper was assailing us. Is is this man taken care of? Yes, he's gone now. You really drifted away from us during that combat. Are you okay? What happened to you? That I can cannot say, but there are some things I needed to take care of. And I do not think that this father charlatan will be a problem for our group anymore. I, I'm really sorry I, I couldn't use the, 
uh, the, these things, I, I forget what they were for. I, I remember seeing them before, but uh, I, I can't remember exactly. Enigmar holds out the holy symbols. Ah, yes, the chains of the deceiver. Oh, yeah, that's what they were. You can hold on to them, Ikmer. I think someone like myself or Lyra who pulls their magic from divine sources may find that we have trouble using them. Oh, oh that's that's great. Thank you very much. I, I'll, I'll, well, I kind of cherish these because you, you let me have them. But, uh, I mean, I know where they came from, so I'm a little torn, but I'll just kind of wrap them around my waist or whatever, and, you know, if they they help, they help. So, mechanically, those give you a plus two to all your saves against haunts, as I mentioned last time, so just, I know, Ikmer doesn't necessarily know, but Brooks, you can factor that in when, when and if you face a haunt again. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. As a fighter, I need it. So are you guys exploring the second floor, or are you heading back down? I know last time it kind of seemed like you might want to head back down because you weren't damaged overly much. didn't seem like anybody used many of their spells. Was there anything else on the second floor? I mean, you could oh, search around. We literally, we but. only really explored like a quarter of the top half so i i think we will next explore the northwest because we are i guess we're starting from the southwest yeah we'll just keep walking so in the northwest you walk down the hall where you face many of these skeletons and you pass a good number of cells at the end of the hallway you do see that the the door that you are facing is bound in iron. The door to the room directly to the north. Lyra would attempt to detect magic. She does not detect magic through the door. Followed up by a detect evil. Matumbe does not detect evil through the door. I sense no evil presences beyond these thresholds. Can we look into the I I'm get like the slot hole? The, the keyhole or the keyhole? Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm sure I, I don't know. Maybe they got food somehow. Sure, make a perception check using my brand new pink die. Six, six. You look through and it's dark, and you see a stone wall across from the door. That's all you see. And it's like definitely locked, right? But we have keys, so yeah, it's definitely locked. You can try the keys. Do the keys work? Uh, after some trying, they do. All right. What is in this room? You find it's just a short hallway, but there appears to be a... It almost looks like a trap door in the ceiling. What? Huh? Well, it looks like a hatch. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess I didn't expect another floor upwards. Ikmer is going to... Uh, he's going to hold the handle of his sword. It does not feel warm. Okay. Hey, uh, Matumbe, can you give me a lift up? 
Sure, I would love to put you on my shoulder. Can I reach with seven foot and then like three foot? Yeah, you can reach. Okay. Make a strength check. Ooh, 19 on the die, which puts me up to a 22. The door is hard to budge, but you manage to pull it open. A pile of rubble falls upon you and Matumbe dealing... Well, each of you make a reflex save. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) 15 on the die for a 19. 10 total. Okay. Eclipse somehow, even though she's on top of a person that doesn't make the reflex save, uh, makes the reflex save and takes half of five points of damage. So Eclipse, you take two. Matumbe, you take five. As these rocks tumble onto you, you look up and you see the sky. Oh, the sky. I I was on the same page. For a second, it was this guy. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard. <laughs> Excuse me while I kiss this guy. <laughs> you see the sky. Hey, guys, it's um the roof up here. Should Do you think we should just check it out, or is it worth it? Couldn't hurt to look around a little bit. So you get boosted up, I'm assuming, Eclipse. Make a perception check. 17 on the die. So, 23. You can tell that you're on one of the balconies that you've seen from the outside of the prison. Further, with a 23, you can see what... They're they're like small orbs on the ground and all around on this level. Do you have knowledge nature? No. You could potentially bring one down and show it to somebody who does. Yeah, I'll, like, drop some through the hatch. Okay. And say, hey, guys, uh, I don't know what this is, but maybe catch. Ooh, I wonder what it is. Lyra can attempt to aid. Sweet. See you guys that knowledge nature. She aids. 16 off the die. That is a 24 before the aid, 26. You can tell that these are sturge eggs. Oh, dear. Put it back. Lyra kind of wants to keep one. <laughs> but no, we should put uh, it back. How many do you want, Lyra? Guys, if you, if you uh, say they're sturge eggs, uh, I mean... And then Ikmer would try to, like, stomp on it. Can Lyra do a spellcraft or something to know if the flute still has any sort of power over the sturges? Uh, she She could, yeah. Well, that would actually be a knowledge religion. Okay. I'll try and boost you. I did. All right, that's an 18 then. 18. You would know that that with some practice, you might be able to influence Sturges as as a creature with this flute still. But with an 18, you do think that, like, the Piper... The Piper's influence was really what was letting you do that untrained. You could certainly, you know, through Handle Animal, etc., train some Sturges to follow your command on the flute, but it wouldn't it wouldn't act as it did when the Piper was still a, around. Ah, uh, all right. She would uh, definitely not want to keep them then. It's not worth it. Uh, guys, uh, I, I, I know you're trying to kind of figure stuff out with, with that, but, 
I, I really don't feel comfortable with these eggs here and I'm not quite sure how long they'll stay eggs. Sometimes, I mean, I can't, I, I don't want to wait until they turn into fish. Don't worry, Ick, I'm on it and I am axing my way. Okay, there's like 50 eggs, so say it slash, slash, slash. takes you a while, but you think you killed them all. Roll a um, percentile. Uh, 18. 18. <laughs> you don't do a good job, though. You don't find them everywhere that they are. Well, I think I've that's, tried my best, Ick. That's roughly the percent of them that you destroyed. Jeez. Oh. Oh. So there are a lot more. Ick, I tried my best. So. But I, I, I get it. I can't quite see up there, but I think you got the ones that we can see. So you guys have dealt with that. There's nothing else of note up on that balcony. You continuing on? For sure. Can we assume, I guess, as a player, is this the cell of the Piper? The Piper's cell? It looks like a hallway. Oh, okay. It looks like it used to actually go to the balcony, but parts of the prison above have crumbled over the hatch. Oh, okay. So it was like a ladder hatch. Yeah, like, exactly. Kind of like an attic. And that's why the door okay. was more reinforced because they didn't, you know, in case oh, a prisoner okay. was able to get out, they didn't want them to be able to get through that door. Right. So you continue on. Um, are you checking the next room? Yes. Yeah. Bathroom. Oh, okay. Keep going. This looks like the remains of a mess hall as you guys approach to the uh, northeast you see long tables. You also see a lot of the prison wall appears to have crumbled on this side. Make a perception check. And we knew that this is where the uh, the Sturgis came from. 18 on the die. It's the direction you thought you heard the noise from. Got it. 18 on the die for a 24 or a 29 for haunts. Okay. Uh, 17 total. No, 18 total. Okay. None of you see anything of note. Cool. All right, let's keep it moving. Yeah. Yep. We're pounding this prison out tonight, guys. So you guys move to the southeast. You see another cell block. These cells, the doors are mostly locked. You see bodies inside each of the cells. Make a knowledge religion. I'll help someone. Uh, I will also okay. attempt to aid. Well, I aid. That's not definitely aid. Great. So I had twelve. That goes up to sixteen with the aids. Okay, sixteen with the aids is enough to know that, or to think that Matumbe would likely think that where the Piper's haunt was situated was too far away to animate these bodies. Oh. Detecting alignment in this area turns up nothing. They truly seem to be dead corpses. All right. I say we got to go down. And there's nothing magical. Nothing magical. Mm -hmm. I imagine you are just detecting magic at this point. Yes. Looks like there's one big room left uh, in in our... uh, Isn't that the kitchen? I don't know. I guess if it's attached to the mental, we could probably infer that it's a kitchen. But yeah, it's the last big room left in the second floor that we can see. Are you checking it out? Sure. Yes. Might as well. Okay, so you head back to the northeast. You open the door to this room. 
and it just looks like to your point this charred you see this this brick oven but the room looks charred as if it experienced decent fire damage it's a kitchen they hit a brick oven in this kitchen they did wow I'm impressed. It makes some sturge omelets. And all of a sudden, <laughs> omelets. It, it, it Napoleon jumps pizza. to life and begins attacking you again. Oh, no. no. Oh. All right. I, I would like to do a quick perception around the room, sure. see if there's anything interesting, worthwhile. Sure. I would like to do the same. Why not? 21. 20 total. For Lyra. Not worth saying. Four. Okay. Better you look around that. the room, you do see various cooking implements, but that's about it. Uh, until you notice this frying pan that looks as though it hasn't been touched by the fire. Well, Ikmer's about ready to turn around. Um, He didn't see anything, so... Alright, guys. uh, I didn't see anything, so... Hold hold on a second, and then Lyra would go in closer and hope people follow. Okay. I follow. Do you see the frying pan? Does she pick it up? Yes. Okay, she picks up this frying pan. Uh, it feels almost heavier than like a regular cast iron pan. It's got like a strange coloration to it. If you have a praise, make it a praise check. Oh, yeah. 17 on the die. Terrible. Oh, 11 for Lyra. That'll put me up to a 25. Yeah, with a 25, you know this is an adamantine frying pan. Uh, Ooh, yeah. we take that. Yep. Okay. That is what you find. You have explored the entirety of the second floor, so I imagine you go downstairs. I think we should continue our search of the basement. There was plenty left unexplored there, and I feel like we had fairly cleaned out the main level. Before we go all the way down, do we want to stop and talk with Vasoriana to see if she knows where the other two ghosts are? Could be worthwhile. We know they do not need to stay in the prison. Perhaps they are not home right now. Maybe she'll know. Yeah, maybe she knows where they live. Or, you know, like, I mean, she's pretty, so I I don't mind seeing her. (laughs) Fucking Ikmer. Okay, so you guys head downstairs and you head to Vissoriana's room as a pit stop before you head down to the basement. Vissoriana once again materializes in front of you. Hello, travelers. I can sense that you've been somewhat successful. I feel the power of the spirits in this place waning. Uh, uh, I, it looks like you're a little less here, you, you know? I, I can't see you as good. The Splatterman has been taking his toll on me. I'm afraid I'm not long for this plane. That's why we're here. We've taken out three of the spirits, but we have two more. Do you know where they are right now? They cannot leave this place, although they may deceive you. They've been here 
all along there in the basement you must defeat the splatter man or I fear my time will be up we'll go there right away we'll make sure your spirit is put to rest at ease knowing that the town is safe do not forget my husband's badge of office find it down there body lies your wish is my command lady I believe you meant to say milady but yeah that yes that's what I meant to say go <laughs> so you guys get that information which is basically that these ghosts can't actually leave the prison although they can make their mark outside of it what you have been experiencing thus far has been them doing just that. Well, that's good news. As a player, that's good news. To yeah, be I really thought we were going to have to leave the prison to fight the Splatter Man. Yeah, that would, that would not be good. All right. Now, she has already told you that if she is destroyed, they definitely can yes. leave the prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. To the basement we go. To the basement. Huzzah. So you guys get to the hole, your rope is still there, and you manage to climb down and down into the blackness. Matube cries a little on the way down. He's scared. <laughs> you can all make these climb checks. Uh, on, you know, we don't have to roll for them. You can't fail them. Watch, watch out, guys. Uh, you know, don't don't get like stuck in the mud or don't let the mud hit you. You know, those mud things that we saw before. I think the threat has passed. Oh, thank goodness. In fact, we're going into water. I think Lyra might feel at home again. Yeah, when we get to the bottom, Lyra uh, casts Purify Water. Or, uh, sorry, Purify Food and Drink. So she purifies the water a little bit. So the tiny bit around Lyra, it's like um, the opposite of when you're swimming around in a public pool and you feel that warm spot. <laughs> <laughs> I it's have a little more pure. You're in the dungeon of Harrowstone once again. The last time you were here, you nearly died. What are you guys doing? Well, by the time we get to the big, like, open room past, like, the pit type room. Yeah. Um, he is going to kind of stop the party for a minute. Say, hey guys, um, we we need to make sure we've got the the last item split up because those items have been helpful against every single one of these spirits we've fought already. So we have a book and a hammer left. We gotta get these to the right hands. Uh, I can take the the hammer. Okay, I'll take the book. It seems easy enough to use. All right, then I'll have the book and you have the hammer and we'll have to use them when it, when the time comes. Okay. I I I appreciate you not trying to give me the book. You may you you may correctly assume I would have problems destroying a book. I I figured, Matumbe. You you did tear up that diary kind of good. Well, that's a journal, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> It is not of intellectual purpose. <laughs> Barely had a spine. 
So <laughs> <laughs> what direction are you guys heading? You have, you came from the west. You have ventured south. You remember that the two places you haven't been are the Nevermore to the north and the Reaper's Hold to the east. I think I'm interested in going towards the oubliette because that is a cell in the ground that only has an opening uh, in the ceiling, which is the floor of the room. Good job, Steve. But you got that from other people <laughs> from our it. Discord. Do that. Do that. <laughs> so that's the Reaper's Hole, right? No, that no. would be the Nevermore. This is the Nevermore. Okay. Okay. Okay, so you're heading towards the Nevermore. And when you cross the threshold of the hallway, you see a door to your left, and you see this heavy-looking iron door, but it's, like, bigger than a door. It's it's almost it's almost just like a, a gate, but without without any you can't see through it. What are you guys doing? Uh, I I mean we we have the keys. Uh, or do we want to check out this hallway room first? Sure. I mean, let's open this hallway room real quick. Okay. Make a perception check whoever is entering. That definitely be Ikmer. It's like Matsumbe might be up front too. Oh, I, I think that's my third natural four tonight. Uh, that's a seven. 17 no, for Ikmer. Ikmer, you can see that this room looks like it was badly burned. You look around, and with a 17, you can actually see what looks like a winch. Like a lever that would have maybe operated a gate or a door. But it's so badly burned and destroyed that it it looks inoperable. All right. And uh, even though Ikmer sees whatever it is, um, I mean, kind of as a player, and now the fact that I know what an oubliette is, I have a feeling I know what this lever and winch does. But Ikmer is going to say, Hey, guys. All I get is this, like, big charred thing that I'm not sure it works anymore because it's so charred, but I can't really tell. I have a little knowledge of the arts of engineering. Maybe I can take a look. Okay. That would be my fourth uh, natural four of the night. That's a nine total. Nine total. You don't even know how this works. I... This is no liver I've ever seen. Okay. Hey, uh, Lyra or Eclipse? I, I'm not sure. Do you guys know anything about about this thing here? Uh, I could only roll a straight intelligence. Like, that's it. Yeah, I don't have any knowledge engineering, but I can detect magic on it. Go or ahead. attempt to. You detect no magic. It's not magical. That's about all I got. Well, I mean, to be honest, that makes me feel a little bit better. I guess I could just kind of try it. You try it. Make a strength check. I rolled a 15. 15. 15 total. 15 total. You push on the lever and manage to break it further. It comes off in your hands. Oh, no. I don't think that's the way it's supposed to work. 
Let's go out and check to see what's up with the door. Maybe we could lift it ourselves using our own strength or push it to the side or something. Okay. You guys head over to the door. I'll help with the door. Yeah, so you can see this portcullis is appears to be made of heavy steel. You can... I'll tell you right now, you all need to aid each other if you want to try and open this. Yeah, Who I'll wants help. to take point? I, th- I think I've got it. All right, I'll aid. I don't aid. Lyra aids. Lyra, thank you so much. Uh, with that, that is a 20. 20 oh, total? Uh, 22 total. 22 total. It doesn't even budge. Let's try again. Well, guys, I mean, why don't we just try the other hallway? Let's give it one more try, then try the other hallway. Lyra could also use the Inspire competence to give everyone a plus two to a skill check. Okay. Ah. Oh, do you want to use If your, I want to uh, use a bardic performance. Yeah. Do we do we want to use your hero card, Steve? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys, do we really want to use her ability on opening this though? Emily, did, does does Lyra have guidance? Yes, she does. So that would be a guidance. plus 1. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's guidance? Not plus 2, but it'll it'll help. All right, let's go. Uh natural 20 over here, but I'm helping Nick. <laughs> Yep, natural 15 over here, but I'm helping Nick. Lyra aids. Actually, uh, I rolled the exact same here. So total of 16 on the die, 20 total. With, with your plus one? Oh, with a plus one, 21, plus two, plus twos. Plus it's, three plus twos, right? And they all Yeah, yep. we all help. Aid. All right. 27. What Steve said. (laughs) (laughs) You feel as though you nearly had it. Oh, my goodness. You even get it like an inch or two off the floor before it slams back down. Guys, he's pushing us the other direction. It really, uh, yeah. You legitimately needed one more. I just, I unless, I mean, we're going to otherwise sit here and keep rolling until Brooks rolls higher than a... 17. Truth. So would your characters be disheartened by that effort and then turn back around, or would you start beating on it with your adamantine stuff because that bypasses hardness? I don't know. Lyra wouldn't really feel too strongly about having to go to this room first, so she'd be okay with going to the other room. Yeah, frankly, it really doesn't matter. We chose this one arbitrarily. Because okay. I knew everything about oubliettes. Because you wanted to flex that oubliette knowledge? Yep. Even though you couldn't see through the portcullis? Uh, you know. I mean, it was written on the uh, it's written on the wall. So no. you guys... No, it wasn't. The other one was called the oubliette. This one's called the Nevermore. Yeah, oh. there was also an oubliette for the Lopper. Was yes. there not? I thought there, there was is. an oubliette. I, was, I thought there was supposed to be an oubliette on both sides. Okay. There is. Yes. Well, oh. But you don't know that because uh. the portcullis <laughs> in the way. <laughs> It's the last time I draw the full fucking map. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, it's there. I can see it. No, there's a there's a fucking door. I thought I I thought when we walked or worked our way around the room, I thought Oubliette was on that one. I had them flip flopped in my mind. Gotcha. 
Wow. So you remember the plaque on terrible radio hallway is the Reaper's hold. You see two doors to your left and your right and another portcullis at the end of the hallway. Hopefully there's a mechanical system that does it for us. Okay. Which way are you going? I'll look in the door to the right. Okay. You enter that room, make a perception check. 17 on the die, and I have a plus 6 or a plus 11, depending on what that is. You see a room that looks like it's pretty much a a guard's room. You've seen a couple of these in the prison so far. You see another winch. This one, however, looks undamaged. I move it. You move it. And you hear the grinding of gears as the portcullis opens into a cell block. Hey, guys, did that do anything? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Matufe. <laughs> uh, you guys are great role players. This is great for radio. The portcullis is open. Come on out. So you guys going in there, or are you um, checking the other hallway room? Well, you might as well check the other hallway room yeah, at this point. Yeah. Uh, Ikmer would open the door. Ikmer opens the door. 17. 17. The handle of your sword is warm. Everybody else make a perception check. (gasps) Nine total. Same here. 24 or 29. Okay. Nice. Ikmer and Eclipse start to feel this throbbing in their heads as if they have this severe headache when they enter this room. The handle of a sword is warm because there is a haunt present. You see this guard room. It contains a single table with two chairs astride it and a single sagging cot pushed up against the eastern wall. There are several battered cabinets that line the northern wall with a few arrows and bits of chain mail lying scattered on the floor nearby. The worst thing you see, though, are three fractured skulls sitting on the table next to a heavy hammer. It looks as if someone has arranged the fragments of the skulls in some sort of pattern, as if an attempt has been made to construct a fourth skull from the broken fragments of the trio on the table. The leathery body of a long-dead dwarf, his wiry red hair and beard still strangely vibrant in death, lies slumped on the ground behind the table. Those of you who rolled above a 15, so Ikmer and Eclipse may act in the surprise round. And Matumbe. As you see, the skulls begin to shudder to life. And if you could please place a figure in the center with three bottle caps around him. Everybody roll for initiative. But first, Ikmer's going to crack a beer. God damn it. Time in a place, Ick. Ouch. I rolled a one. I know who this is. It's freaked me out. Um, I also rolled a one. So what do those go to? Four. Six. 
Eight for Ikmer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lyra. Eleven. Oh, oh my God, God guys. <laughs> yeah. We, if it's a haunt, only Lyra goes before it. Unfortunately, Lyra is also the only one that is not able to act in the surprise round. Awesome. Gotta love my lookout. Teamwork feet. What is that shirt, Steve? Oh. This is a uh, a shirt that my company that I'm not going to name that I work for inexplicably put out a long time. It's really it's really bad. <laughs> I got it for, I got it for super cheap. So at the top of the surprise round, the haunt triggers the three skulls on the table burst into flame and erupt onto the party in front of them, rising out of the body of the dwarf is this apparition and it begins to sob (laughs) and then it kind of raises its head and its hair is hanging in its eyes oh you look perfect you four look perfect one of your skulls will bring my dear Uliet back the skulls rush onto the party. One enters Matumbe's square. One enters Eclipse's square. And one enters Lyra's square. And then the dwarf himself appears directly in front of Vikmer and attacks at him. And I don't think an eight will hit any of your ACs. <laughs> You're so funny, Griffin. <laughs> so, with that, poof. Once again, these haunts, difficult to nail down. So you lose the image of the dwarf. The skulls are in the squares of three of our combatants. Ickmer, you are next to act in the surprise round. Pull out the sword, Ick. The sword? Or not the sword, the hammer. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Eclipse. Uh, yeah, that is definitely what Ickmer is going to do. So you uh, use the surprise round definitely, action to... Yes, he was definitely instructed to do this by Eclipse beforehand. And he kind of, as, as tactically maybe not inclined to it as he is sometimes this time he knew what to do so he is going to use his surprise round to take out the or yeah drop his long sword and or like the the warden sword and yep. then uh and then pull out the hammer awesome so that is ikmer's action it is matumbe's turn all right in the surprise round so okay matumbe um, even though he has this flaming skull flying around him in his own square, right up in his personal space, um, Matumbe is going to reach out and touch Ikmer, and his eyes are going to blow a, a, or glow a, a crazy purple, and that purple is going to channel down through his hand and say, and he says, Mephoresma, watch over you, boy. You are the one who will be able to damage the Murata more than any one of us. And he casts protection from evil. Well, Steve, if you're going to cast protection from evil with that 
flaming skull in your square, you're going to need to cast defensively. I am threatened by them in my square, am I not? All right, so this doesn't come up super often in the show, but essentially when you're threatened by an enemy you need and casting a spell, you need to concentrate on casting the spell or you could potentially lose it altogether with your, if your concentration slips. So for this particular spell, I have a plus eight to the roll and the DC is a 17. No way I could fail. I got an 18 on the die. Nice. So Ikmer has protection from evil at this point. He absolutely does. I feel better already. Okay. With that, it's Eclipse's turn. I don't have any buff spells. And we are still in the surprise round. Correct. I don't have any buff spells. I cannot see this thing. I will attack the current skull that is in my square. Okay. Give it a whirl. 16. Does not hit. Yeah, I rolled a 10. Cool. Yikes. All right. To the top of round one, Lyra. With an 11 somehow at the top. (laughs) So surprising. Lyra is going to take a five-foot step to get outside of this square uh, with the skull, and then she is going to start singing. Okay. Everybody get that Inspire Courage buff. This is going to be fun. All right, Eclipse. You see the Moss Water Marauder fade back into existence. Oh, no. And he swings his hammer at you. Why me? Because I rolled a d4 to decide. Damn it. <laughs> That's a very fair. It's a 14 at your touch. Yes. Okay. You take eight points of damage, and you are staggered. So how long am I staggered for? You are staggered until you make a save to not be staggered. What kind of save is that? You don't make it until your next turn, but I will let you know on your next turn. Okay. And then, just like before, the Mosswater Marauder disappears. The Flaming Skulls in Matumbe and Eclipse's squares are going to attack at them. Yellow is Matumbe, green is Eclipse. Matumbe, I don't believe a 16 will hit you. Eclipse, I know a 4 won't hit you. Woo! That's just regular AC? Yeah, that'll be your regular AC. Hell yeah, no, that does not hit. The one between Lyra and Ikmer will take a five-foot step into Lyra's square and will attack. That's only going to be a 16. I don't believe that hits you. Not my normal AC. Okay. With that, it's going to be Ikmer's turn. Ikmer is going to say, Lyra, if you can come over here, I can hit that skull and and hopefully that, I mean... As, as long as I can hit these skulls, that, that'd be better. So if you could stick around me. And then he is going to hit the skull, the flaming skull, with the hammer in Eclipse's square. Uh, before you make any oh. action, please make me a will save. All right. 16 on the die makes that a 21. You are good. Go ahead and continue your action. Fantastic. 
That means Ikmer's will is better than mine right now. Yeah, he's a he's a willful individual when he wants to be. Absolutely. Those Phrasmus with him. Yeah. He's got all <laughs> those symbols with him today. Alright. Does the twenty hit? Does a twenty hit? Yes. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Fantastic. Alright. Three on that D four for the light hammer, making nine damage. You kill the skull. Roll me another D six. Alright. New pink die. Oh, big sixer. Big sixer. I see that six, and I'm over here calling you a big hero. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this All means right. coming after us already. Oh, no. All right, is that Ickmer's full turn? Um, yes. Ickmer's full turn. Right now, he is almost nearly surrounded by... Uh, well, he flanked by the two skulls and Eclipse is to his east. Yep. Right behind her in terms of going into that room. Or right behind him. It's Matumbe's turn. Okay. Matumbe is going to take that five foot step out of this square with the old flaming skull in it that just tried to attack him. And he is going to take a swipe at it with that big old holy book. Uh, I am, uh, I really don't think a 14 hits. 14 does not hit. Ah, bummer. That would be my full turn then. Eclipse, make me a will save. What is this against? Um, honestly, it's not really a typed, but like typed effect. I guess you could call it fear. Oh, if you call it fear. Well, actually, it's more like pain. God damn it. All right, 15 then. 15 saves. You are no longer staggered. All right, good, 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 good. Do I get to have my turn then? Yes, you may. You would have gotten a turn either way. You would have just been staggered. Yeah, I just, I didn't know what what that meant for my turn. So I'm going to try and hit the um, the skull that Matumbe just walked away from as well. Okay. Natural 20! Roll to confirm. Jeez. Nice. <laughs> Try not to shriek into that mic, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, that is a 19 to confirm. That confirms. Oof. Oof. Hey, Eclipse. I'm pretty sure you got it. Yeah, I think he's probably dead. No way. No, not, not, a, not a chance, right? So nine times three is 27 plus my dice roll, which I got an eight, a seven, and a three. So an 18 plus 27. Yeah, is it dead? It dies. Roll another <laughs> d6. And you say you can't do math. That was quick. Six. Hell yeah! Lyra, you're up. Lyra is going to pull out one of the flasks of holy water that mm-hmm. she has, okay. and she would like to attempt to pour it on the skull that's in her square. Make a melee touch attack. That's an eight. That doesn't hit. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Did you not want to take a five foot closer to Ick? Well, I had to pull out the flask, which I think is the gotcha. move, move action. action. So I, I can't. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Okay. But I have a feeling it's somebody somebody bad's turn. You uh, grab me two more bottle caps. Oh. Place, them, place them on uh, in the center of the room you guys are in the hallway outside of where you found the corpse of the Mosswater Marauder. 
now, Ikmer, you see the Mosswater Marauder in front of you. Make me a will save. 18. That's a good will save. It is. Unfortunately, he attacks at you. Oh, <laughs> because I forgot gosh. that it's not a will save. <laughs> my bad. Jesus. <laughs> I'm Got laughing. Him. Got him. I'm laughing, but I'm very sad on the inside. All right. That's going to be a 21 against touch. Oh. Does that hit? <laughs> Let me just check real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be four points of damage, and you are staggered. The flaming skull on Lyra is going to attack Lyra. 19 on the die will definitely hit you. It does. Four points of regular damage and five points of fire damage. The two flaming skulls in the room spent their part of the turn appearing. So, it is now Ikmer's turn. Ikmer, make me a will save to recover from this staggered condition. Will do. Alright, well, I totally <sighs> missed my dice box. Uh, and that's a four on the die. Totaling nine. You are still staggered. You may take a move action or a standard action. The Mosswater Marauder Pawn that you placed in front of Ikmer, you guys shouldn't be doing that because he just disappeared. Just disappeared. Well, thanks to Lyra not moving closer to Ikmer, uh, Ikmer is five feet away from every uh, other pawn. Or the... uh, I guess I should say the uh, bottle caps that are representing the flaming skulls. So he is going to take a five foot. Now. Go ahead. Uh, no, you're too close to everything. You can take a partial charge, but you can only move or you have to, you have to charge 10 feet and you are too close to everything to charge. Partial, That's true. Partial charge is when you are denied when you can only take a standard action or a move action. So during the surprise round or when you are staggered, you can charge at half your speed or at half the charge. So one full movement and still attack. In this case, you can't do that because you're too close to everything. Exactly. So Ikmer is going to take a five foot forward five foot step forward into the doorway okay and uh do his best to body block any other of the skulls from getting out sounds good matumbe all right matumbe is going to take a five foot step that gives him a clear line of sight on lyra and the skull that is accosting her and he is going to fire off a disrupt undead against her okay make me attack roll what a shock all right, that's a 13 off the die. Let me go ahead and check, but I think that should be good. Um, that's a 19 yep, against that'll hit, touch. touch, but it's in melee combat, so maybe it goes down to a 15 for... A 15 hits exactly. Perfect. All right, that's two points of positive energy damage. It's still up. Eclipse. Well, I'm going to take a five-foot diagonal towards Lyra and... 
also try to hit it to help her out. Okay. Due to ick body blocking. That's an 18 on the die. That'll hit. 10 damage. Minimum damage. Roll me a d6 as that flaming skull goes down. Thank Four. You. Hell yeah. Okay. Lyra, you're up. The only skulls are still in the room. Uh, so she's just going to hold her turn or ready in action if one of the skulls comes into her square. Okay. Or where she's able to attack it, then she would uh, be ready to throw a flask of holy water at it. Sounds good. Lyra's going to move right in front of the door. So we're all kind of surrounding the door. And then, yeah, yeah, she'll wait there for. So if one comes into her line of sight, she's going to attempt to what? Fire a crossbow bolt at it? Uh, No, throw one of the flasks of holy water. Okay. Mm -hmm. First things first, Ikmer is coming after you again. I, I thought I saw you before. One on the die won't hit you, though. And then he dissipates. You are still staggered, though. The flaming skulls, one enters Ikmer's square. You may make an attack of opportunity. I've been waiting for you. Nine on the die does a 16 hit. Are you still staggered? He is. Yes, yes. Just Either way, a 16 will not hit. Ha! Got him, guys. I just wanted to help reveal their... To hit. <laughs> so the, now that it is in your square, it's going to attack you. Six on the die won't hit. The next one is going to move right through. Lyra, you can make your ready to action. I rolled a 20. <laughs> All Yay! right. Yay! I guess roll to confirm. I rolled what? another 20. Wow. Confirm. Double that holy water damage. I don't know how you crit with a flask of holy water, but apparently you can. It goes she, like right in the eye socket. I figured she just threw it right in the mouth. Like, oh. no, like shatter, it shatters right above it and puts out all the fire. I mean, water is Lyra's thing. So if anyone could crit with it, it would be Lyra. Critting with water. So that's eight damage. There's a critical in the water. Eight damage, it goes down. Roll me a d6. Yes. Woohoo! Fantastic. Three. She's doing Phrasma's work. Right Hell here. yeah. <laughs> that lady of graves. Okay, so you killed the one coming for you. That is all of my pawns. It's Ikmer's turn. Ikmer, make a will save. Does 18 on the die. You are no longer staggered, buddy. Fantastic. <laughs> now what are you doing with your turn? I am definitely gonna hit that flaming skull that is in my square with that hammer. Give it a shot. Oh wait, make me will save. Jesus. Not so good this time with an eight. With an eight you are compelled to hit the nearest living creature with the hammer as rage overcomes you. So roll me a d6. Evens our Matumbe odds are Eclipse. This is an odd number. Okay, so odds are Eclipse. This is going to be made against her flat-footed AC because she's not expecting an attack from her ally. Please roll to hit. So would he have to take a five-foot step up, though? Yeah, like corner rolls. Because he's he's one step Yeah, that's inside. fine. He can take yeah. a five-foot step up. He also gets an attack of... Or no, five-foot step is fine. 
I would suggest using the D20 that's the least hot for you tonight. <laughs> the one that just rolled that will save? <laughs> surprise, surprise. I rolled that same die twice. <laughs> I have never been excited for a one in my life. <laughs> nice. So he swings at Eclipse and misses. I was really worried with your excitement. Well, oh. like 20, just out of habit. It's a natural to... Oh, shit. <laughs> no. So that's it for his turn. Matumbe's up. All right. Matumbe is still out in this hallway, and the only enemy uh, that, he, that he's aware of is this flaming skull that's just one step inside the room. Um, so first he's going to say, Ikma, my boy, have you lost your mind? Eclipse is, at least for, for, for now, still our friend. <laughs> he's going to take a step back. That should give him a line into the room, even though he has to shoot through uh, Ikmer's square. So he's going to fire off another one of those good it old It is fashion. not in combat with Ikmer, but it is going to take partial cover from Ikmer. Correct. So at a minus two. Uh, 15 off the die. That should, that should hit, no problem. Should hit. All right. Uh, he is going to do a D6 of positive energy damage. Two points of positive energy damage. It's still up. Next in the order is Eclipse. Man, oh man, what do I do here? Punch Ikmer in the mouth, teabag him, walk into the room, kill the thing. Easy peasy. It's probably going to take more than one round. <laughs> teabagging is a full round action. She took the feet, improved teabag. Oh. You could do it as a swift action. Of course. Oh Everybody knows that. Have to be wearing a kilt, though. <laughs> Ick, this is what I was afraid of. Don't... Uh, don't give in to this. And she's gonna try and cast resistance on Ick. Okay. Is there a will save for that? Oh, yeah, there is. Ickmer, you are currently seeing red, and you do not accept the spells from the person you're trying to attack, so make that will save. Hope you rolled low, buddy. I guess you would get the plus two if Eclipse is evil. I'm not evil. Well, then he doesn't get the plus two. So you don't two. get the plus okay. two, and you don't get to get the plus two from the chains. Then 13. I believe it's a DC 13. Oh. Uh, yeah, because uh, my intelligence modifier is a plus three, so it's usually 10 plus your intelligence modifier mm-hmm. plus the spell level. Resistance is a zero level spell, so 13. Meets beats, so you don't get uh, resistance. Beats. That's Eclipse's turn. Wait. But she's moving. Oh, wait a minute. What are you doing i still have i'm i'm sorry i had adjustments protection evil on what did you get on the die 10 on the die okay what is your normal will save with the cloak of resistance and whatever 12 or with the die my normal will save is a plus two with the cloak with the cloak okay so you have resistance which gives you a plus one to all your saves lira you're up and have you been singing this whole time? Lyra has been singing this okay, whole time. Okay, so you're I've burning rounds. Yeah. Can Lyra see how much Ikmer is in control? Like, if she were to cast... You make a sex guidance. motive check. Okay. 21. For this round, he doesn't seem to be in control. All right. She is not going to give him guidance, then. She will attempt to... Actually, because there's some inner party fighting, she is going to stop singing. And then she is going to try to throw... Another flask of holy water at the skull? Sure. Ikmer, have you used your attack of opportunity yet? I have not. That is. This would be the time. I didn't even think of that. Fortunately, it's just hammer damage. 
That's not that bad, yeah. Pretty good. Four on the die. <laughs> but what does that go to? Ten. That doesn't hit. Okay. So we said the skull was at a minus two yes. for cover. So that's a 20. Or no, 18. 18. Hits. Yes. Nice. Maximum damage. Eight. It goes down. Yes. Roll me a d6. Going nuts with that water. Four. The handle of Igmer's sword grows cold. Whoa! I did it with water! Finish your drinks, because we'll see (laughs) you next week! I knew it. 